Brendan Doherty with the Dirt Bags Baseball Dirt Talk Podcast. Got a great show today. Pretty excited about it. The uh, we're gonna break down. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about outfield play, but um, you know, evaluating an outfielder. I just felt like where we are with with um, you know the off season. And the social media realm of things, uh, you know, we're, we're just ultimately, we're, we're, we see a lot, a lot on social media, a lot of breakdown, a lot of off-season conditioning, workouts. Um, so I really felt like it, it's it's imperative that, uh, you know, we get out the hitting. It's a, it's a huge Argument, not an argument necessarily, but it, but it it gets it takes up a, a huge amount of of the day for a lot of people, um, you know, discussing different parts of hitting, uh, and there are a lot, and, and ultimately, you know, the what, what what it boils down to is the buy-in. So we're gonna break that down today. Get into get into some details. What guys are looking for? Uh, how they break hitters down? Um, everybody's got a different mentality to it, but we're gonna try to get into some details and uh, hopefully we'll kind of get a good feel for the dynamics of. Evaluating a hitter not only, but also some of the things that, you know, if you struggle with it, you, you maybe are things during this time you can you can work on and get better with and try to develop that as a player. Got to get to some sponsors first. Impact Baseball. Since 2001, Impact Baseball has been hosting showcase tournaments and ID camps, as well as promoting high school and middle school players all over the country. You can check out all the updates for Impact Baseball ID camps throughout the month of November, December, January, and February leading up to the high school baseball season on impactbaseball.com. You can follow them on Twitter, at Impact Baseball, and on Instagram, Impact Baseball underscore. You can find all the past podcasts at thedirtbags.com. You can follow the Dirtbags on Twitter at dirtbag underscore swag, dirtbag underscore swag underscore on Instagram, thedirtbags.com, and Dirtbags Baseball on Facebook. Hold the Line Apparel. Hold the Line Apparel is the official sponsor for your Dirtbag gear. Go to holdthelineapparel.com and find all your dirt bags apparel needs, especially during the holiday season. Okay, so welcome back. Uh, talking about breaking down hitters. There's a lot that there. Everybody we we see it on social media. We see it on. Uh, TV, we see it, you know, watch, watching big leaguers break down big leaguers and, and 
Um, everyone's trying to analyze and overanalyze and, and, you know, break down why this guy's having success, why this guy is struggling at this point. Uh, you see a lot of different different drills that, that on, again, social media um, that, you know, ultimately you, you have to be able to decipher what the, the, the best stuff or, or drills or, you know, whatever works best for you. Hitting is not, should never be a, a cookie-cutting system. Now, there are some staples to, to you know, being a good hitter. Uh, and there, there are some similarities, you know, to success rates of guys um, because they, they are consistent with the things that they work on, the things that they do. So there are some things, obviously, that yes, you, you want to stay consistent. A lot of the a lot of the stuff you see, if you like a drill, maybe you know your hitting guy or, or whoever you go to or or your high school. Like there, there's a there's a variation. You like this drill, but it's it's not always the best drill for you. But there's a variation to that drill. So you, ultimately, you want to be able to fine-tune you, you can you know maybe do a different variation of the same drill but it's not necessarily that drill that you may struggle with right so so it's not nothing's ever nothing should be for you you should not hit if, if you're six foot you know 185 200 pound whatever you are you shouldn't hit like you know, a 5'5", 130-pound guy. If you're, you're, you have to understand that, you know, there, there's a bubble, not necessarily a bubble, but there are, there are things that go into the evaluation process and you, you fit into, the pro, pro guys say it all the time, college guys will, will use it, you know, compare, they're, they're called comps. So, Ultimately, you know, you're going to get comped if, if it's a college coach. You know, he may comp you to a big legger, um, but that's, that's, but he's also going to probably comp you to a guy that maybe has played for him at, at that particular institution or maybe at a different institution that he was coaching at. Um, he's going to try to comp you with, with a guy that probably had some success. Same thing with pro scouts. They're going to comp you with, you know, a guy similar to the draft maybe or a big leaguer or, um, you know, maybe somebody that had didn't quite get to the big leagues uh, but had a successful career, uh, maybe had a cup of tea, as people like to say. But ultimately, they're going to they're gonna put you into – the, these categories. Part of that is right the position that you play, number one. Secondly, it's you know what what value um, you know are you going to bring into the lineup? Right, right. Where, where can you hit in the lineup? A lot of managers, a lot of coaches, 
Like they have different philosophies on how the lineups are built. Uh, used to be, you know, you put a fast guy in a leadoff spot, you put a little back control guy in the two hole, then you got three, four, five of your power guys, six, seven, eight are, are guys that, you know, can handle the bat, may have some power, uh, but but don't strike out a ton and, and can ultimately, you know, m give you some depth in your lineup. The nine-hole guy typically is, you know, maybe your weakest hitter. And then, you know, some guys, some people, it just depends. It all depends on what philosophy that that, that coach or manager has. So it, it's that the lineups have have changed dramatically on on how they're put together, um, and and the game has changed. The game's faster. The game has, um, you know, that there are guys that are in the two hole that can run, hit for power, uh, you know, can handle the bat. It, it's a different. It's a different game that we are playing now as opposed to 10 years ago, definitely 20 years ago, and, and obviously so on and so on. So you, you got to understand where you f you can fit in. You know, if you're you're a, a speed guy, top of the order, maybe bottom of the order type guy, you know, ultimately you're what you do. That's what people want to see. Nobody wants to go to a game and evaluate a guy that's a 6'5 runner, leadoff guy that, that's a little pest trying to hit home runs. We know that's not going to be the case. You may run into a ball here and there, but people want to see your entire game at the plate. So we're, we're going to get in a little bit more in depth to right what what – Guys, when they're starting to evaluate hitters, that what what they're trying to, what what they want to see ultimately, and, and how that fits into your your system, your program, your hitting, uh, and and you know again, when coaches go to games, when pro scouts go to games, and and the number one thing is. Hey, the 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 hit tool. Hey, so so that we're going to a game to watch. Hey, who are you going to see? I'm going to see a hitter. Hey, so they they're going to see a guy hit. Now that guy may see a, a high end arm that game, and and struggle because we all know that you know you're going to fail way more than you succeed as a hitter. You're going to Hall of Fame Hall of Famers. Hey, fail seven out of ten times. There's no other sport that that you are in the Hall of Fame and you fail seventy percent of the time. It's it does just but find find me a sport that you fail seventy percent of the time and and there's a Hall of Famer. You know, there, there's no there's nobody in no quarterback is in the Hall of Fame that that was a thirty percent passer or won thirty percent of the time. No no quarterback is in. You know, no no uh, NBA guy is in in the Hall of Fame because they they shot thirty percent from the field, or you know, one were on a winning team thirty percent of the time. So ultimately, you have to understand that as a hitter, and and that goes into 
being evaluated as a hitter as well, too. You know, we know that, hey, man, he's facing a really good arm today. Let's see how he competes against this guy. He may strike out three times, but I want to see how he competes in the box. This guy's got high-end stuff. I want to see how this guy competes against him. So they they're, 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 they were coming in, the coaches, the scouts, they, they come in and they want to see – they, they have criteria just like anything else as a defensive player. Like they're going to come in and look at, uh, you know, your, your setup um, and, and, you know, kind of the little intricate details of, of you know, what a hitter is. But you know, they're, they're going to start to look at the, these, different, these different things. And, and you know, I, I, no particular order that we're really talking about it right now. Um, that, that doesn't necessarily mean this is number one, this is number two. I'm just going to, you know, throw, not throw things out there, but I'm just going to, you know, talk through the different things that these guys, when they come in to look at a guy, right, they, they come to the cages. They watch, watch, they watch BP. They watch guys sit in the cages. They put it on video now. Um, you know, they want to see, they want to break it down. They want to break these hitters down and see, you know, if there, is there a flaw? Hey, is there, is there, is there something that, you know, down the road may be an issue? Because as, as a hitter, you may be able to get away with some things early in your career. And, and as people, as the word gets out, and you've got to be able to adjust. So, for, for to be a good hitter, you have constantly has to, have to be making adjustments. The best hitters in the game make adjustments pitch to pitch. Really good hitters, right? They they make adjustments at bat to at bat. Maybe every other pitch, couple couple you know three or four pitches differently. Other hitters, it's game to game, average to, to you know below average hitters. Hey, they're making adjustments after the game, little work in the cages, things like that. So you, you have to be willing to make adjustments. The majority of the time, the majority of the time, and and you know I I've never done a study, but I can I can, you know, I I see it enough to understand and know that it is very rarely is it a mechanical issue. So if you're struggling in the box, right? The first thing that I drop my shoulder, did I drop my shoulder? Did I do this? What did I do? Did I do that? And and again, you know, video, video is, is a huge help. With this, it can't be a crutch. Like every time you gotta go go look and see what you did mechanically. Hey, sometimes you just swung at a bad pitch. Sometimes you weren't ready to hit. Your 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 timing was was off. It's it's guys that hit and understand hitting and they feel movements. They understand the guys that the best hitters. You know why they're good? Because they hit all the time. You should never be out of breath. Hey, when you're in a Workout, right? Get it, get it hitting, and and the intensity to it, and you, you're out of breath. 
you sh you should hit all the time so that you understand that what your body does, what your swing feels like when it's going good, but also when you're you're struggling a little bit. So guys are going to come in there and watch that. They want to see zone discipline. That's that's the first thing. They 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 want to walk in and see does this guy have a feel for the strike zone, his own strike zone, or the umpire strike zone for that day. Does he swing out of the zone a ton? Because ultimately, if, if you're a guy that, that doesn't have a ton of strike zone discipline, then, you know, there's going to be the next thing, right? There's going to be probably some swing and miss in that swing. Because you swing out of the zone, you chase. Hey, the, there's, there's things that these things start to, to add up. And what really seals the deal, we start to talk about, you know, zone discipline and the swing and miss and then guess what we everybody gets they get the analytics in there as well too right and 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 then they can start to put together the entire player and they say okay this guy's got a lot of power man but here's a lot of swing and miss in here and he he what, what's he gonna hit you know as the pitching gets better at, at, as they start to get the book on this guy, like what, what, what can they throw this guy? How do they get him out? Uh, a lot of times, you know, you don't see that over the course of maybe a high school season or even definitely not in the summer season. There's not a ton of guys that are doing scouting reports. But as you get into college professional baseball, you know, there's, there's scouting reports on, on every guy. Everybody knows kind of who this guy is. There's no secrets. So... Zone, having zone discipline as a hitter, that's that's probably going to be a big part of, of the, the start of the evaluation process. Is there swing and miss in there? Does the guy swing and miss a ton? If he does, then again, right, that, that's, that's something that, that is going to be a, a – it's not a good thing. I, I, honestly, if, if there's a lot of swing and miss in, in a guy's swing – you know that that's not a, a a positive. It doesn't necessarily mean you're just up there just trying to put the ball in play. It is a feel for the zone. It is putting balls in play with with that aggressiveness, with with the nor a normal approach, a swing. You know that that's what guys want to see. They don't want to see you just go up there and. and you're just trying to tap the ball in play so you don't strike out. Now, ultimately, they, these guys, they know there's going to be some strikeouts, but are there way more strikeouts than there are with with balls put in play? And the, and the analytics and the data now that, that everybody can have and get, I mean, ultimately, you know, you, you can really get, get detailed on, on some guys with some things. So zone discipline, right, swing and miss, Feel for the barrel. Does the guy have a feel for the barrel? You know it, right? This dude, man, every, everything, this guy hits is hard. He's, he's, typically the guys that have a feel for the barrel have a feel for the zone, ultimately. Because they know what pitches they want to hit. They're always ready to go. 
they, they understand the, the movements and, and they're getting their barrel to the ball. So, so the feel for the barrel right, and, and, and getting barrel on it, that's going to show you where you are at you know, a young age um, as you progress and then as you get older. Man, this guy is, for every time I see this guy, he's got, he has barreled the ball up. He hasn't gotten many hits, but everything he has done has been hit hard. Every ball he has hit has been hit hard. And that's what evaluators, that's what coaches, pro scouts, they're not coming in there to see you get hits. They're coming in there to see your zone discipline, your feel for the barrel. Does he have swing and miss? Hey, that that, that old hit tool. Hey, that do because he's got a feel for the barrel and and he, he's working to get his barrel to to the ball. Hey, some of those they're gonna fall in. You're gonna get some hits. So that hit tool. Hey, does that guy have a hit tool? Is there bat speed? That's a huge piece of it. Zone discipline, feel for the barrel, bat speed. Does that guy have bat speed? Hey, you you can yeah you can work on bat speed and you can teach bat speed a little bit, but is is this guy got quick twitch? Is he gonna get to balls that that not a lot of guys right with with a slow bat can get to? Is he a guy that has slider? I, I hear this all the time or. or you know, he's got slider bat speed, which basically means hey, you're going to struggle with the fastball. If you get a breaking ball, you're going to probably most of the time you're going to you're going to hit it pretty well. Um, but does the guy have bat speed? Zone discipline again. Feel for the barrel. And then the swing and miss. And then it starts to go into, right, what, what, what is he... Hey, what, what's his present power? Is he a gap-to-gap guy right now? But but if he gets stronger, is he going to, you know, he'll be he's going to hit for more power a few years down the road. You know that that's what starts to happen when when guys start to figure out that okay, this guy's got bad speed. He's got some zone discipline. He's got a real feel for the barrel. Right. And then, you know, ultimately, okay, so where does he hit? What does he do now, presently, for where's his power at? Um, is he going to have more as he as he gets stronger and bigger and older? Typically, power comes a little bit later for hitters. We know that. But, you know, where is he at in, in that phase? And, it, again, it just starts the puzzle pieces for a hitter and evaluating a hitter it, it, they just start to fit. And good hitters, man, they hit. It's just, you, you, you see it all the time. And the consistency, there's going to be some stretches, obviously, when that, that guy, you know, ha, has some struggles. But for the most part, good hitters typically tend to hit through the duration. There, there may be some, some streakiness to it, um, but the best hitters, you know, they, they hit for the duration, for the long haul, for the long period of time. You know, there's guys that, yeah, they, that guy hits for a high average man, but, you know, he was he struggled for a month, and he got real hot, and then he struggled, and then he got real hot. Right? 
guys want consistency. They want good at bats the entire process, the entire the entire time that that you know they're seeing guys play and evaluating, especially if they they draft them or they you have the opportunity to go play um, in college at the next level, right? Guys, they 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 think you can hit. They want to put you in the lineup. Where that is, that that you know, that only time will tell. But you've got to understand that these puzzle pieces are starting to come together. You know, the the bat speed, the zone discipline, you know, good at bats. They they all turn into the feel for the barrel. That that stuff it turns into the quality of bat that you hear so much about. Right? And and how do I get there? This guy, man, if he if he doesn't have zone discipline, if he just swings out of the zone or swing and miss, hey, that that's that. This guy's probably not going to be an everyday guy. He's going to be a guy that maybe the right matchup is on the mound, or um, you know, maybe a pinch hitter off the bench um, on, on a particular against a particular guy. If it's a right hand hitter, you may just play against lefties. If you're a left hand hitter, you may just play against righties. Um, if, if you don't have some of the things that make you a consistent hitter to be able to stay in the lineup, um, you know, and that, that, those are the things that get talked about the most, right? The, the feel for the barrel, the, the zone discipline, bat, the guy's got bad speed, you know, and then we start, like, you, you start to, to, like, get to the obvious, the baseball situational hitting IQ, which which is, you know, what what is he trying to do in certain situations? Right? There's a guy on third, less than two outs. You know, what, what is he trying to do? Does he punch out? Does he fight to put a ball in play? Does he get got runners over? Does, does he understand what the situation is in the game? Right? So the best hitters, man, they, they just get that. They, they understand it. I'm not trying to do too much here. I'm just I'm, uh, infield's back, guy on third, ground ball. I'm just trying to score a run. Hey, I'm going to try to hit it hard. If I get a pitch to drive, I'm going to drive it. But ultimately, hey, I'm, I'm going to just fight to put a ball in play if I get two strikes. But I'm, I'm going to give a, a, a good A-B every time I get in the box. So... When the evaluation process starts, you know, I, I can tell you this, you know, you've got, and there's, there's a, as a college coach, you know, you want to see as many at-bats as possible. You don't just evaluate a guy on one at-bat, you know, three at-bats. Like, you, you want to get into the point where where you're getting 15, 20, 25 at-bats on a, on a particular hitter that you're evaluating uh, pro guys are the same way. They, they want as much data and information. They want to see, right, because you, you're going to see different arms. Can this guy hit left-hand pitching? If you're breaking down a guy for the first round of the draft, if he's a hitter, and and you have to, right, You, you can, this, can this guy do this? It's a lot of money. This is a big investment for a lot of major league teams. Same thing with college coaches. Like, hey, man, if we're going to offer this guy this amount of money, he's got to be – a middle-of-the-order type guy for us. So I want as many at-bats as I can possibly get 
to, to see these guys. And so, the, again, the puzzle pieces, everything starts to kind of work in, work together, and, and you're, you're into, you know, the baseball IQ. Okay, checks, checks the box. He's got zone discipline. He's got bat speed. Check, check. Right? He's got a feel for the barrel. Check. Not a ton of swing and miss. Check. Right? He's got some power. He's got some gap power right now. He's going to get stronger. Probably going to have more power as he gets older. Right? So, so there's another check. Right? That, hey, he does everything in the box game-wise. You know, understands every situation. Um, always has has good at bats. He's not successful all the time, but every at bat is productive. That's what it, it, it gets. You know that that's what you want to have. Has nothing to do with going. Ah oh, man, I you know I hit a triple today, and there was a bunch of college guys there. I mean that's great, and and yeah, but what did you do the other two at bats? Did you just wail away and and swing and miss at, at six pitches um, because you're, you're you know undisciplined or, or you're trying to do too much or you know is that that that's not what gets broken down because they're gonna come back and see you again if if they think there's enough there to to warrant them going back they're coming they'll come back and see you play so you know that all this goes into just this is just evaluating a hitter. Hey, we're just talking about one, one hitter, one particular guy. There's guys that man, this guy is the BP king of the world. This guy will tear some BP up. A lot of guys like that, right? We all know what they're called, right? Five o'clock hitters, seven o'clock game. They look good in BP. Everything's squared up, and then the game comes, and they don't have everything goes away. So ultimately, you're trying to, right? You can't evaluate on BP. That that's just a, a test. That's a little. That's a little sample of of what what's being evaluated as a hitter. You know, you could have the best BP man and maybe home run derby king, but ultimately, you know, it's a, it's a guy throwing from forty feet away at fifty two miles an hour. You know that that's unrealistic uh, to, to evaluate a guy on BP. What type of BP does he take? Right? Is he just trying to, you know, is he working on something in BP? Is he is he really focused on, because there's a lot of guys, man, they, they can hit every ball out, every ball out of the park in BP. Um, but are they working on something to, to try to drive balls uh, into the left, if they're left-handed, driving it into the left center field gap. If they're right-handed, right center field gap. They're just staying. Right there. So there, there are things that are being evaluated during BP, um, but it, but it's you know again, it's one of those those pieces, the puzzle pieces, and and that all fits in. You know, if if this guy has baseball situational IQ. Hey, if, if he's got zone discipline, feel for the barrel, hey, that all shows in BP. So, yeah, they're they're watching it, and they want to see that. But the, but the next phase is, okay, does that translate, just like I said, the 5 o'clock hitter, 7 o'clock game, hey, does that translate, does that BP translate to the game? If it does, then you got a hitter. 
So, you're, so you're evaluating, the evaluation process is constantly building and, and moving and you know being broken down. And the analytics now are huge. Um, you know, sometimes probably too much um, because it, it boils down to you know the, the thing at the end here that, that I'm gonna gonna talk about. Um, the, the analytics side gets gets caught up. Uh, way too much on on uh, again it's it's part of baseball now um, you have to use the the analytics uh, because number one the best thing for a coach right is is okay I'm trying we're trying to get our teaching point across right I we, we a lot of coaches, man, they, we see things or, or they see things or somebody sees something. And, you know, ultimately, a lot of the time, it is 100% correct. We are all on the same page uh, with it. But now the analytics and the data just backs that up a lot of times. Stats, hey. Right? I know college guys and, and pro guys, man. When they're looking at stats, they don't look at your batting average. You know, they're they're, they're looking at at other things. Your 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 walks to strikeout ratio, your your OBP, right? Your slugging and your and your on base percentage. Like that means that guy's on base and he's got some power. Um, you know that those are the things that guys are looking at. Your batting average is your batting average. I mean that that that's probably down the line, you know. I mean you could you could have you could be the fastest guy on the planet, and and you know you're beating a lot of balls on the ground and beating them out for hits. So that 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 doesn't you know yeah you you could have but that doesn't necessarily really entice people to to have you in the lineup. So. You know, ultimately, for for us, for or for me, for professional scouts, for coach, hey, that that's all. It all gets gets into the goes into the mix. Hey, the 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 last piece of 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 probably at all, but it is the most talked about piece out there, because everybody has a a you know. Everyone has a different philosophy, and that's okay. That's what makes that's what makes it great. That's what makes the you know the the discussion, hitting discussion, never ending. It's constantly evolving. The way that hitting was taught five years ago has changed to what it is today. Ten years ago, fifteen, twenty, thirty years ago. It, the way it's taught has has evolved, but the way it's it's still the same. You watch the best hitters, and you you can follow it on on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, what whatever it may be. But when you see it, they they, they can put up, you know, Babe Ruth or or Lou Gehrig or Ted Williams, and and the hitters of today. And Miguel Cabrera and, and you know, all, all these Joey Votto's and, and, right, and if you you 
superimpose them or, or you, you have the ability to, to get them into the same spot at the same time, right? They're pretty similar. The teaching has changed. The verbiage has changed. Everybody's got this new, you know, newfound verbiage or, or, or how to teach it or talk about it. Um, and yeah, you have to evolve. You have to be open-minded enough and willing to learn, right? The, the mechanics, right, are, are probably way down the line on, on evaluating a hitter. That I'm, I'm just, it's my opinion, obviously somebody may, if a guy's got really bad mechanics, then yeah, there, there may be some tweaking and some fixing, but ultimately what it boils down to is that no matter what the instructor's telling you, what the hitting coach is telling you, if you buy into it, if you believe that you're a good hitter, you're going to be a good hitter. If you buy into whatever the mechanics are, and you hit and you have a feel for your body, right, and you have a feel for all the other stuff we've been talking about, the zone discipline and the bat speed and, 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 the, and the feel for the barrel and, you know, the, the, you have rhythm and you have tempo and you have timing um, to it, you're going to hit. I mean, there, there's, there, it's, it's a, it's a fact. Um, you know, we've seen it. Guy, guys that have check all these boxes, um, you know, they hit and they hit over the long haul. So, so when you're, when you think it's a mechanical flaw or, or hey, there may be a slight mechanical flaw, flaw, but, but, but th- there's, there's so much more to it than mechanics that, that, right. As guys get older, as the better hitters and the better players, ultimately, those guys have trained their mechanics. There may be a tweak or or a, a you know, some guys have, have, yeah, some guys have overhauled themselves as, as a hitter. Um, you know, they've overhauled their mechanics. Uh, but it, it was the, the time, what they were doing before, a lot of times, man, when it, when you overhaul when you overhaul yourself, your mechanics, you are at at the end of of the rope, and and sometimes those mechanics can can help, um, and sometimes you know you you just don't know. Um, guys, guys have good vision, right? Sometimes may you just may not be your mechanics. You just might need to get your eyes checked. That that is. Is a big piece too, um, just the, the ability to see the baseball and understand and, and picking up pitches, right? And studying it, right? That's another part of the evaluation. Hey, guys are going to see how you react when you you get out. What are you doing in between at bats? Are are you are you trying to you know see how the guy pitched you that particular at bat? Hey, they're watching you in the dugout. They're 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 looking at at, at your whole body of work. Not just, you know, one at bat. So the, all that goes into play, and all that has to be accounted for. So it's, there's a lot that goes into evaluating a hitter, more so than just, hey, that guy going four for five. Oh, he had a great day, man. Let's let's try to sign this guy. It's it's a long period of of watching and evaluating. So, you know. If, if some of the things that we talked about today are things that you need to work on, well, guess what? This is the best time of year 
for you to get after it and, and work on those things. Develop. Develop some zone discipline. Know what pitches you can hit successfully. Know what pitches you struggle with. That's what good hitters do. They understand the entire body of work. They understand hey, what, what pitch, what zone. Hey, that's what big league guys do. Hey, go, watch some highlights. Everybody's got YouTube. Get on YouTube and just watch. Hey, just do, big leaguers. You just just hey, big league home runs. Actually, yeah, you can put big league home runs on there. Hey, and and understand. Hey, watch the catcher. I tell people all the, all the time. Watch where the catcher sets up, and watch where the pitch ends up. A lot of the times, the pitcher's not trying to throw the ball where it ends up. And big league hitters, or good hitters, good high school hitters, good college hitters, good professional hitters, hey, they don't miss mistakes. And what separates guys from advancing and, and moving forward and, and getting and staying in the game of baseball is that the guys that miss the least amount of mistakes have the most success. So you have to understand okay, what what makes you successful, what pitches you pound, what 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 you hammer and what you need to stay away from, what you struggle with. But you know that, that comes with work. That comes with understanding. That comes with hitting, just just hitting and a feel for your swing, your own swing mechanics, um, and then adding things in, developing, you know, a routine, developing things that will allow you to be successful in the box every single time. That's what it takes to be a good hitter. That's what happens in the evaluation process. We evaluate the entire body of work, not just one instance or one game or one BP. There's many things that go into evaluating a good hitter or even a bad hitter. So ultimately, hey, this is the time of year for everybody that you gotta bear down, tweak some things, make some adjustments, get stronger, and roll into the high school season that's right around the corner. All right, thanks for uh, joining us for uh, another episode of the Dirt Talk Podcast. Bring down the hitting side of things. Just want to wish everybody a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out where things are with with uh, the old visiting and COVID and all that. But enjoy it. Take the time with family. Um, and, and you know, vaccines on the way. And ultimately, we're gonna be back to normal here. And back to, to playing some baseball and be normalcy. 
talk to you next week.